when's Christmas? Thursday? Wednesday? Uh, it, it's a week it from today. What's today? Wednesday? Today is the... Who are you? <laughs> Brunch! Hit it, boys! Uncut gems, man. That looks good. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. We haven't seen it yet. Brunch! Hit it, boys! But, uh, yeah, the anticipation grows every single day. I feel like this shouldn't happen anymore. We're like... Oh, I haven't seen this because I live in this part of the country. Yeah, Everybody gets the everything fuck? they want the second they want it now. Yeah. So knowing that there are people in like a certain land that have this and- in Boston of all places, like I've 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 heard people in like the Midwest complaining like, oh, I, I don't get this movie anywhere around here until uh, a couple of weeks from now, a month from now. Yeah. And I'm always like, ha, huh, suckers shouldn't live in the middle of fucking nowhere. And now it's happening to us. I went to New York the other day and I looked it up. It's not even like playing everywhere in New York. Really? Yeah, I, I know that it's it's uh it's L.A. and New York are the only two cities. Yeah, and so it's like only select cities in New York, apparently. And no, like select, select theaters. theaters in New York. I mean, none of the AMC's in like what? I think there was one in Manhattan, but yeah, like damn, like Brooklyn, like Lower East Side, any of those places. Just you never think that it will happen to you. Right. Until it does. It's quite weird. It's and also now, weird that it's like happening with a movie that is going to be on Netflix in like two weeks. Oh, is it on uh I Netflix? believe it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix on Christmas? I think so. So Or maybe it's on maybe it's on Netflix like a couple weeks after Christmas, okay. but I know that it's hitting Netflix at some point. I feel very weird about this. Because every day I assume like I'm going to see Uncut Gems soon. I'm probably gonna I'm go like, on Christmas. So I'm just not gonna no, like I'm saying, like before then, like something, something has to happen, something has to change. Where this is going to within the next, bef- well, Christmas is in a week, huh? Yeah. Are you, are you predicting that like there's going to be like a surprise know, drop like, of it? uncut gems? Can, <laughs> Who's going to leak it? Can, can they leak? Just leak it into? I want them to leak it, but at a theater. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's ever happened like, before. Uh, not on. When's Christmas? Thursday. Wednesday? Uh, it, it's a week it, from today. What's today? Wednesday? Today is the... Who are you? <laughs> Today's the 18th, so yeah. Uh, next Wednesday is Christmas. Okay, so not Tuesday. I, Tossin Theater's Sunday, because Patriots don't play uh, Sunday. It's true. So Tossin Theater's Sunday or Monday, and I'll knock it out. Sunday, ideally, because I feel like people will be scrambling doing their Christmas shopping on Sunday. I'll do that Monday. You know it would be a cool idea? Uh, if a, if a movie theater, say like AMC was doing like mystery screening yeah. and they just don't tell you what movie it is and you can get a ticket and go and whatever they put on, they put on and that's the movie that you get. Oh, that'd be great. Although, you know, who couldn't go to that? You. Why? I don't know. I probably, just I'd probably, I'd probably have some reason. Uh, Adam Driver. That's true. Cause if there was an, Adam, an Adam, Adam Driver movie, movie, he's out. He's, he's out getting of out of there. Um, that's a thing by the way. Yeah, for sure. People He's not the only actor either who's said that before. Johnny Depp doesn't watch any of his own movies. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of actors that like are very uncomfortable. And I mean, as somebody who's done TV and does podcasts and stuff, it makes me very uncomfortable oh, to no, listen I, and watch I myself. I lunge for the uh, when uh, when the re-air on Boston Sports Tonight starts. <laughs> I shouldn't say this. It sounds like I'm saying to not watch the show. But like when the re-air starts... Uh, Turn that I, I hit I hit mute because I'm uh, I just don't like to hear my speaking voice yeah. or and especially with singing. Oh yeah, because like, yeah, because it was a. So if you haven't uh, heard the news, Adam Driver walked out of an interview with Terry Gross mm-hmm. on uh, Fresh Air, and it was because he, they played a clip of of him singing during uh, the scene during uh, Ma- Marriage Story. Yeah, and he made it very clear to the show that he was like, I, you know, I really don't like I don't like listening to my own clips. He had been on the show before; they had a conversation about it. He was like, I it, it drives me crazy, and and like it's it's honestly like a phobia of mine. I don't. Yeah, it gives me anxiety i don't like doing it so they said well we're gonna play the clip if you don't want to listen to it you can take the headphones off and he he walked out i don't i don't know necessarily good for him or whatever but totally understandable 
Yeah, when, I, don't, I don't know. Like, it, I, I'm hesitant to say like. I'm not good like you're brave, him, right? Or I'm just like, but like he if, was put in a situation that if he, he felt like that was the best. It. If he felt like that was the best way for him to handle that situation, then I guess good for him for doing it. But yeah. like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna criticize him for it. Especially when you're famous, what do you want to just like sit there and ride it out and being like, <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe I won't go absolutely nuts while with when, everybody listening, especially with Adam Driver, who like right now has three movies out. Yeah, so he's probably like absolutely being crushed with press uh and you know, one of them being star wars yeah. which is like the fucking biggest movie of the of the I, year at this point i couldn't can't comment on that no you definitely can't but like adam driver is a fucking busy guy right now and i'm sure that he's stressed to the heavens yeah so if he felt like that was the best thing for him i i'm not gonna hold it against him at all and some of the takes that we've seen about the adam driver thing have just been like just the worst yeah i tried to i I, i'm trying to get out of the uh oh this person thinks they're putting a message out there but little do they know they're making a bad point and i can show why they're actually a bad person that because that i mean that's twitter 101 but when i saw that having the post writer be like interesting has a woman ever walked out on a fresh air interview and immediately people like i'm i'm surprised that people had the patience to do what she didn't, which is look it up. Google has <laughs> a b- b- before just like calling. I don't know if she's necessarily calling Adam Driver sex because I think she was probably suggesting. Oh, I'm sure everyone's okay with it when he does it, but like uh, if a woman were in that situation, she'd have to consider that she's going to get treated differently, and people are going to uh, to, to use a a term that apparently was invented with uh, the movie I saw recently called When Harry Met Sally: mm-hmm. High Maintenance. They would say like, "Oh, this this actress is high maintenance or whatever," mm-hmm. but everybody just responded. They were like, "Yeah, Faye Dunaway did." Yeah, and I uh, that 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 writer too. Uh, I she clearly didn't read the the piece because I was going through the mentions and everybody was responding, being like, "Yo, he has social anxiety or has anxiety about watching his own performances," so he kind of just uh, walked out for that reason. And she was like, "Oh, I hadn't considered that." It's <laughs> like you just good point. You just shared the article and you didn't read it, and like the, the the entirety of what that article is based on and the incident and what it's based on just had no clue yeah. that that's what it was. Everyone's just in a race to to dunk to give a take and to to give a take. So I quote tweeted that with the uh, yeah okay. So just a little update. Not <laughs> we're not there with the whole uh, being considerate of mental yeah. health thing. Because you know that about me. Like, I get, I get annoyed that everybody mm-hmm. uh, calls themselves a mental health advocate. And they pick and choose. Once it's, yeah. when it's, like, convenient or when it's cool. And I'm sure someone can see that and be like, well, he couldn't have just taken his headphones off and he couldn't have just, like, wrote it out. Like, man, like, I don't, I don't know what's going through that guy's right. head. He could and, have like, been having, like, a panic attack or something. Right. I don't know. So, I don't know. And also, I understand I'm probably being a little protective of adam driver because like, like most asshole, people man <laughs> i just assume that he's like the best most perfect person like he's on the hanks list which is the list of people where if you were to find out they were a bad guy you'd be you. ruined yeah i think i think uh a lot of people are just rooting for adam driver right now yeah who's and on I, I i'm getting distracted who's on your hanks list Ah, man. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it, but I mean, Adam Driver uh, yeah, is on there for sure. Now. So I, the only other person I can think of that would like ruin me, Yvette Nicole Brown. Okay, yeah. Do you follow her on social media? No. She's the only person on social media who is entirely like positive and good vibes and like trying to help and just like, just her social media gives off that like no one's ever met her and been like, that's kind of an asshole. Yeah. So she's on that, like, please, if if the perception I have of her is incorrect, then my whole life has been a lie, even though I've only known who Yvette You know who might Brown be on that list for, for me? like, 10 years. Is uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's a good one. Yeah. I, I And, like, if we're talking about uncut gems, I mean, Adam Sandler would be on that list. But, like, there's absolutely no, no oh, question no, like, in my mind that, Adam like, Sandler's done some stupid stuff or something. Yeah, right? but, like, he's not a bad guy. No, but, like, he always plays, like, a dopey idiot. Yeah. So if they were like, yo, turns out he's a dopey idiot, <laughs> be like, nah. well, I could see it coming. Also, I got to rewatch Punch Drunk Love. I've seen it before. It's not that good, but 
It's did we have this discussion about? We've had this discussion on text about uh, okay. about uh, Adam Sandler in like his serious roles because because I said I want Adam Sandler to get credit for being able to be a serious actor. Yeah, and, and I, you were like, he I does thought you were that. kidding. I thought <laughs> you were. Yeah, well, I thought you were like mocking that people do that because some yeah. but people will be like, hey, well, yeah, that's you like, know, Kid Rock can actually carry a tune. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I've listened like, to I've, Only God Knows Why. Right, yeah, <laughs> dude, like, I, I invented Only God Knows Why. I think, I, yeah, I please, we all had Devil Without a Cause, but um, I view it as that, or like the, hey, you know, you can toss a Charleston Chew in the freezer, and total game changer. <laughs> it's different than it is. So when people are like, hey, you know, Adam Sandler deserves a little more respect because... He can he he can do some serious stuff. Yeah, I think the, I think the people I'm who like, pay yeah, attention but like, don't know. Don't people know that? I think the people who pay attention know. But and also he a lot of people doesn't. Do. He hasn't done it so much that like I feel that he necessarily deserves. Right. That's. I mean, it. that was something that you said. You're like, I really don't know if he's a good actor because yeah, he like, has funny people. I think is his like best serious role, and I don't know if ah, Punch Drunk Love. You thought the Punch? Yes. I I saw that movie probably. Oh, maybe within the last ten years. I'll check it out again. I, I liked, I liked the premise of it. It was super weird. Mm-hmm. Like a guy that's got some, uh, that's a bit socially awkward and has uh, some some problems in the mental health department is being extorted at the mm-hmm. same time he like meets a girl for the first time. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Like who thinks of that? It's, it's somebody who's kind of crazy. I think. <laughs> uh, you know who's the guy that's extorting him? No, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, pour one out for for P. I wanted to see where you were going P-S-H. with that one. PSH. Hey, good PTA tweet. Hey, thanks. That was a good PTA. Yeah. For those of you uh, not online, Pete made. Uh, was that a headline? It was a real headline. No, uh, the real headline was uh, was like um, Paul Thomas Anderson talks about what his Star Wars movie would look like. Yeah, and, no, so that's what I meant. Like, was there? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. There was a there was like a real headline like that, and the uh, his quote or whatever was that his Star Wars movie would be. Uh, super long and depressing, like every other fucking Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Word. And so I took out the super long and depressing, and it was like Paul Thomas Anderson talks about what his uh, Star Wars movie would be like. And I said, probably a high music video. No, I didn't even mean that. My brain just took us to Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. I don't think it was because of Punch Drunk Love. Oh, really? But he did, yeah. 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 People forget he did Punch Drunk Love. Uh, what else? What else did you tweet? Let's uh let's, let's, let's out, recap some other tweets. Brunch's week on Twitter. I'm looking at my own tweets and I've got my last 3 are retweets. My last 4 are retweets including brunch uh a couple of hockey tweets. Are you looking being, at your own you're looking be, at your personal account. Yeah, it's going to take me 5 minutes to pull up the brunch thing. Yeah, I thought we could do a little thing where we just talk about what we've tweeted. Just check in on. I was talking about the the, the actual brunch account, and uh, we got a request for the next Patreon uh, fundraiser. What is it? Uh, somebody uh, Ryan Bennett, our guy Ryan Bennett, asked uh, how many Patreon subscribers for Jeff Israel to write the oral history of brunch. Oh yeah, I saw that, and I said uh, one thousand, and we'll write a tell-all book about brunch. Tell all, man, <laughs> because we don't tell all anyway. Every time we hit the record button, uh, we got. Now I'm looking at the mentions of it, and Black Christmas, oh no, the person didn't see Black Christmas. They heard us read the Wikipedia page of Black Christmas, and they had to hide their face because they were giggling so hard. Classic. So that's cool. That's a little uh, recap of some (laughs) tweets in in case you haven't been paying attention. Um, Brunch reacts to mean and or... Brunch reacts. Tweets. Let's do brunch reacts to any tweet. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to spin the, the roulette thing. Let's react to this tweet. Uh, oh, no. It's, a, it's from the Canadians and it's in French, so we can't react to that. Um, let's see. Let's react to. They should have a I'm feeling lucky button for uh Yeah, for that's Twitter. what I'm saying. Just like spin that wheel yeah. of. Uh, I, I follow so many sports things. I got Ethan Embry talking shit about Trump. He's doing that a lot. Who's um, Ethan Embry? What's that? Who's Ethan Embry? He plays uh, the bass player in That Thing You Do. He oh, okay. plays the cop in Blind Spotting. 
He plays. He's oh, the okay, okay, okay. Yeah. His probably his biggest role was uh, he was a star of Can't Hardly Wait. You ever see that movie? Uh, who was in that? Ethan Embry, Jennifer <laughs> <laughs> Love Hewitt. I don't think so. Uh, re- we really can't hardly wait. Yeah, that sounds very that's familiar. One the, it's but... like your classic high school party movie. No, I don't think I've seen it. Let's see. We got Justin Stangle wishing his kid a happy birthday. Yo, this is making me realize, as I'm looking for a tweet for us to react to, Yeah, no tweets are good. <laughs> like, I'm just looking for anything. Okay, let's react to this from Jim, our friend Jim. Okay. Getting back-to-back episode shout-outs. And I just see, I saw the first line of it, piques my interest, because mm-hmm. it's something I like a lot. Finally saw mid-90s. I thought the acting was pretty good, especially from Knack and Sonny, but the story felt a little underwhelming. Seemed like vignettes of cautionary coming-to-age tales thrown together. Um, I think that's that's sort of fair. Like, I really liked mid-90s, but it's definitely not a perfect, cohesive movie, I, I would say. It wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't, it, I don't, it didn't make a big statement, and I don't no. think it was trying to. No, it was it just was, like a very easy, casual watch. Right, just showing the, the kid trying to fit in. And that kid's probably, I don't know, in mid-90s, that kid's probably, if he looks back on his life, he's probably not even thinking about those friends. So there's like a, a friend group he had for a yeah. little bit. We've all had those where, yeah, like, sure. yeah, like, in this grade, I was friends with these people. And in this grade, I was friends with these people. Just a little snapshot. But it doesn't seem like Jim didn't like that movie. No. Uh, it's very much up his alley. Jim's a big skateboard guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we have to have a, an update on, on Listener Jim because he actually went and saw Knives Out. Yes. And he gave us a little misdirection on Twitter because he, uh, he I, I had told you that he was very skeptical about Knives Out. Yes. And he, well, he had told you that he was right. very skeptical about Knives Out. In, and, uh, and in he, his own way that right. <laughs> wasn't the nicest. And he saw it and he tweeted... Uh, Knives Out is, I don't know if he used the word Without unequ- a doubt. unequivocally, but yeah. basically, unequivocally, the worst movie I've seen this year. And I was like, oh my God, of course, of course. I've seen in uh, theaters. He, That's where we should have known. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- I've seen in theaters this year. And so the misdirection was, he's only seen that in Parasite this year in theaters. And he said Parasite was an A+, and Knives Out was an A. I was stunned to find out that Jim actually gave Knives Out a chance and liked it. So yeah, there's I, the, the thrilling conclusion to does Jim like Knives Out? I was pleasantly surprised by that. I, um, I've seen a few things these this past uh, week. Um, I, I saw Hustlers, finally. Wow, okay. And I still haven't seen it. It was good. My, my biggest, like, if, if we were to do back when we used to do the little stamps and says, like, DJ says that it's whatever, mm-hmm. my thing would be uh, better than The Irishman. And yeah. I say that because it's like your typical Scorsese uh, crime film, except it wasn't a Scorsese film. And it was an hour and a half, I think. It was like between an hour and a half and two hours. It was short. It wasn't like it wasn't Goodfellas, but it was it was like your it was like your your classic kind of narrated crime film of, hey, we got to do this. This means when you find the guy, you got to look for the one, you know, the kind that's wearing a tie. Mm -hmm. Then when he's wearing his tie, you do this and blah, blah. And then he has no idea. Blah, blah, blah. Like I don't know. I feel like that happens in crime movies all the time. Like yeah. when they when they like talk through how they're uh, going to screw somebody over. It was good though. Jennifer Lo- uh, Lopez was good. Uh, Constance Wu. I'm a fan of Constance Wu. Uh, I didn't really know a ton else about it going in. I just knew that it was about uh, strippers doing something, running some kind of racket, and what a racket it was. It was a good movie. I liked it. I would say g- between good and very good. Oscars worthy because I've no. seen it thrown into the mix. Okay, so not for me. I would say I would say it's probably top 20 okay. this year for me and I did my top 15 this I got uh, I'm behind on very stressed. Doing that. Uh very stressful experience, but man, I I'm glad that it is because we've talked about it 
This has been a good year for movies. I'm, uh, it's officially declared a really strong year for movies for me, uh, both in, in favorites and prestige movies. So uh, I started to put together my list. There's still some that I haven't seen, but man, I don't know. I, there's st- still going to be a lot of moving and shaking, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm definitely, I texted you this. Uh, marriage Story, which I hadn't yet figured out where it really ranked. I think I said it it's was so between good. like five to ten. Uh, I think it's, I, I've I think rewatched it's top five. it and it's moved up for me. It's probably four or five. It that it's, movie rules. I, I don't could, know. It could be as high as three. Yeah, I, I could see that winning uh, best picture and me not being upset about it. Yeah, I could see that winning best. Yeah, I mean, well, let's think of what are the best picture noms going to be. I, I googled it forever ago. Yeah, I uh, just I googled it recently, um, and it'll be. Uncut Gems, Parasite, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Maybe. Let's go with uh, what Entertainment Tonight is predicting. Okay. Uh, our picks from Entertainment Tonight, which I don't know if is yeah. the most reliable source, but let's just go with let's, it. Let's take Mario's uh, word for it. <laughs> the, the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite in 1917. Okay. Obviously haven't seen 1917. Obviously haven't seen Little Women. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. You have. Yeah. I've seen the rest of them. So the one that stands out there is definitely not, doesn't need to be there is Joker. But yeah, I agree. It's, I don't know. I still, I still don't know where Joker would fall in the reshuffling, but they didn't say uncut gems there. Uh, no, it's not in there. So there's a, uh, there, the cha- there's a long list of challengers. Okay. Where, uh, let's, let's go with the, run down the list of challengers the a beautiful day in the neighborhood bombshell dolomite is my name the farewell ford versus ferrari i think we can i haven't even seen it but i think yeah. we can throw that out uh i wouldn't be sh- i could see that getting nominated really? and being like that just seems that like a fun to be nominated movie to me. right yeah uh, good performances but not not hustlers in the list okay um knives out pain and glory richard jewel uh rocket man the two popes uncut gems We'll talk about Richard Jewell later in this yeah. episode. That can get the hell out of there. Yeah, no Richard Jewell there. Rocket Man, Jesus, I liked it a lot. Should not be there. right. Rocket, Rocket. I Man. think that maybe they threw it a bone here because of Bohemian Rhapsody last year. But like oh, that's so like maybe that's just is... ignoring the like because this is a better movie than yeah. than uh, than Bohemian Rhapsody. But that's just not taking into account that last year sucked. Yeah, and Bohemian Rhapsody shouldn't have been in there last year right. to begin with. And it, last year sucked. This year way stronger. I really really liked Rocket Man. Get it out of there. No thanks. I think that if Rocket Man, Rocket Man, I would put with like joker where it wasn't a bad movie but if that's one of the better movies then that's a really weak year i am surprised i saw jeff Lowe updated his uh like top 10 movies Mm -hmm. this year and he had rocket man at like he had rocket man there which is crazy to me like i don't know like rocket man probably would be if i were to ballpark it like i don't know like 30, 35 no of like movies no I've seen this I think, year? It's, I think it's like in the top 20, top 15 for me. I think it was on my top 15 list. It, I think it probably towards the bottom and at risk of getting pushed out. But I really liked Rocket Man. I, uh, out that Egerton was good. Uh, there were some fun scenes. I love the honky cat scene. Music was brutal. A lot of the stuff was, uh, <laughs> I don't think it was bru- kind of forced and I don't weird. think it was brutal. It was mailed in. And yeah. I think that that's a, that that's a an people are going to go overboard that, like, you with can't like, get wrong. People are going to go overboard with like oh the music was spectacular. Oh no, Jeff, Jeff and I have had that fight a million times. That's like your classic one person's right here, one person's wrong. <laughs> I I'm thought right, that it was Jeff's wrong. I thought that it was uh, good enough. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't distracting. Right, or I was going to say like as long as it doesn't distract you, yeah. where you're like. And it was enough about like Elton John's story where it wasn't so reliant on the music. I know that it's a musical right. and that tells the story, but it wasn't bad enough to distract and there was enough going on outside of it that I was fine. With. Okay. Oh, 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 that bell means it's time to play America's favorite new game show. It's called, was this 2019 movie better or worse than Rocket Man? Let's go, Pete. You're up first. Right. Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it. Ah, that's the okay. one that I Up haven't to a seen. Bit of a Up bad to, yeah. start. A Joker. Uh, better. 
This was better than that was better than better than Rocket Rocket Man. Yeah, I I would say so. It's close. Ad Astra, uh, worse. I, yeah, we're starting with a lot that are like kind of in the same ballpark. I think. Yeah, I mean uh, it's it's near it, but it's worse. Always be my maybe. Always be my maybe. What the fuck is that? You didn't see always be my maybe. I don't know. Have I? I don't think so. It's uh, uh Randall Park. I I don't believe so. Always be. Oh no, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. That's you a Netflix see... one. That's a Netflix rom com. No, I haven't seen it. Really? No. That's a good movie. Okay, I got to check it out. I think it might be. I think that that you Oscars know, nom. always be yeah, maybe <laughs> might be better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Wait, John, Bohemian Rhapsody or Rocket Man? Shit, Jesus. Rocket Man. Really? Uh, it's a, well, it's a little sub game inside of is this 2019 movie better or worse than uh, Rocket Man? Is DJ comparing this movie to Rocket Man or Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> yes. uh, John Wick Three. Uh, John Wick 3 is worse than Rocket Man. I'd say they're around the same. Booksmart. Booksmart is better than Rocket Man. Booksmart's better than Rocket Man. Cold Pursuit. <laughs> this is a tough uh, one. Fuck off. There are strong <laughs> yeah. arguments can be made that Cold Pursuit uh, is, is great. If, and I could, if, I could ever use, if I could ever use a pass in this game, I would use a pass right now. Uh, but I will say that Rocket Man is better than Cold Pursuit. We could just make this game. This could be our like answer to the internet. We're going to make uh, cards <laughs> and sell it. And it's just going to be, it's going to spin off of this game called, is this movie better or worse than Cold Pursuit? <laughs> the just most like the, difficult to yeah. grasp movie. And then you compare every movie you've seen to it. All right, here's an easy one. Happy Death Day to you. Better uh, or worse wor- than Rocket a Man? A thousand times worse than Rocket Man. Deeply worse than Rocket Man. Yesterday. Yesterday is way worse than Rocket Man. Worse. Pet Cemetery. I haven't seen it. It's worse, but not that much worse. Okay. Uh, Good Boys. Uh, Good Boys is... Um, it is, it's, it's worse than rocket man, but I think kind of close and I have a special place in my heart for good boys. I, I really also think it. good boys is, is close and I'd probably say it's a little better. Crawl. Crawl, Crawl is worse than rocket it. man. I kind of thought it stunk. Uh, what? Really? You yeah. thought it stunk? I, I, uh, it's worse than rocket man, but I really liked crawl. Uh, we got an ad read. Wouldn't you know it? Back I from wouldn't the dead. know it. Back from the dead. Couldn't be me. Uh, and it's it's one of my favorite one of my favorite uh, sponsors. It's Warby Parker, uh, very near and dear to my heart. Not just because they've supported the show for a long time, been a loyal loyal supporter of the show, and also like I love their products. Not not even a joke. Just one hundred percent genuine. I uh, I wear I wear their products every single day. Wearing them right now. Tbh. Uh, great glasses, great glasses. And now they don't only do glasses. They also do contacts, which is, was a surprise to me. They sent me a pair in the mail. I really, really liked them. They, they come in like these weird packages that are completely flat and you open them up and then they're your contacts. It's the, a very strange thing, but, uh, I love them. So you can get your glasses and contacts now at Warby Parker. Uh, glasses start at $95 and they include prescription lenses. Those lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. If you need help, take the quiz, answer a few questions, and they'll suggest some great looking glasses that are totally personalized to fill and fit your face and style. They'll also send you a free home try-on kit, and that allows you to pick five pairs of glasses and try them on for five days. There's no obligation to buy. They ship them to you free, and it includes a prepaid return shipping label, so it's super-duper easy to find the glasses that you're interested in, try them on, wear them out, see which ones you like, see which ones fit your style. So go to warbyparker.com slash brunch and take the quiz to order your free home try-on. And now introducing Scout by Warby Parker. Comfortable, breathable, and affordable daily contact lenses. They're made from a super moist material that resists drying for long-lasting hydration and comfort. That's uh, if all my contact-wearing folks, you'll know, uh, drying out contacts are the absolute worst. Just your your eyes are super irritable, uh, makes you rub your face, looks terrible, super uncomfortable. Not with introducing, not with Scout from Warby Parker. Scout by Warby Parker are contact lenses for less than $1.25 a day. Order a trial pack that includes six days worth of contact lenses for only five bucks. Then receive five bucks off your next Warby Parker order. Uh, so go to warbyparker.com slash brunch. 
Order the free home try-on program or request a trial pair of Scout contact lenses for just $5. Visit warbyparker.com slash brunch. Aladdin. Aladdin is worse than Rocket Man, but oh, it's so much fun. I think Aladdin was pretty close. Uh, the Lighthouse. Here's one that at one point was in my top ten, but all these good movies, man, throwing it right out. The Lighthouse. I also haven't seen The Lighthouse yet. Okay, I think that it was better than Rocket Man. Us. Us is worse than Rocket Man. I think Us is a little better than Rocket Man. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, for sure, worse than Rocket Man. Worse. That Boston destruction porn is yes. a little much. Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home is better than Rocket better. Man. Let It Snow. Uh, let It Snow is worse than... growing on me. And <laughs> I, I, the more I think about it... Oh, I had a kill. Oh, let's, let's recap my tweet. Did you see my <laughs> Let It Snow no. tweet? Oh, yeah. So it's uh, people dancing inside the... The, the Denny's? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that ruled. So funny. That, was that got like 36 likes, no retweets. But I think a few, I liked like, it. This is where it's at. Like I, this shit is where it's at. I I, uh, I hit it with the like button with like the uh, the sort of anecdote or uh, the the uh, asterisk that like hey if more people would get this tweet I would retweet right, it right man like I'm yeah. not gonna retweet this for like two right. people that'll appreciate right. it I'm not running a charity yeah. here I look look man this is this is my life uh, let it snow did we decide it's worse okay uh, the kitchen. The kitchen, uh, way worse. I think the kitchen does. Is kitchen currently the worst movie of the year? No. Um, Piece of shit of the year? No. Uh, Happy Death Day to you is worse. Man, that's crazy. I think you're right. Yeah. Happy Death Day. And like, that's a movie that we wanted to like. Right. Not that we didn't want to like the kitchen either, right. but like, the Happy Death Day was like our movie. I wanted to love the kitchen. I wanted to be like, oh man. Yeah. Like, the, I just wanted to, to, I wanted the kitchen to be good because I wanted people to have motion sickness from following whether or not tiffany haddish is good <laughs> that's true uh, like I, what if like there like, was a turn this year where it's like tiffany haddish is one of the best dramatic actresses of our time <laughs> like that was in play like, if that's kind of like what happened last year with melissa mccarthy because melissa mccarthy oh, yeah. in uh in uh what's it called um uh, can you ever forgive me? Can you ever forgive me? Yeah. Like she was unbelievable. And I want, she Great. was my pick for best actress and yeah. like that sort of blew people's minds. So for to have that two years in a row, this time with Tiffany, Tiffany Hatch and both of them in the same movie where they were both great. That would have been awesome. I'm so it's messed up. I I'm, think you I'm can so make like the argument. focused on the like Tiffany Haddish stock watch thing. We've yeah. probably said this a million times. She, cause, uh, uh, girls trip came out. And she was a, a legend in it. And then immediately, for some reason, everybody was like, we Tiffany get Haddish needs to host every award <laughs> yes. show. I was we like, got to get her for our product. We got to get her for our award show. We got to get her for Saturday Night Live. Was like, like every single she's got to host award shows. And I was like, that's such a weird thing to ascribe to somebody upon seeing them. Like, yeah. hey, you're great. Have you ever hosted an award show? I think you could be great. And like, I don't know. And then she's hosting award shows. I don't even know if she had ended up hosting any award shows. But uh, and then people like threw her and stuff. And she's getting like stand up specials. And she just didn't say no to anything. Right. And I think the more you do, especially when you're doing it all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I'd like I'd, I. I think that it would be wise of Tiffany Haddish to give an interview uh, about that. Like that. Like I did, like I'm I did all everything. For, I'm all for just cashing those checks. Get right. it while you can. Um, but, but as like, a result, then you get the overexposure. People just got sick. People got Tiffany Hash exhaustion. Right. And also, like you watered down your brand because exactly. you were in so many bad things. Right. And then she had. Uh, didn't she have some really bad uh, stand up? performances oh uh, yeah she got booed off oh, stage or something like, or she or she like walked off stage or something yeah i think i think that she like abandoned a stand-up performance or something all right well i mean y- you never know there but uh, i started to watch her she has a stand-up special on netflix right now started to watch it it was similar to the seth meyers stand-up special which i thought was okay i was like this is, I don't know if this is necessarily stand-up comedy. Like you're, you're <laughs> There's a making, lot of that now. You're not now. making jokes. There's a lot of that now. It's like just somebody talking on stage, and they're not really like... You know who's the really, king of that? Who? But he's great at it, so everybody loves it. Mike Birbiglia. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, like he doesn't have like bits and schemes and stuff like no. that. He just gets up there and he's well, like, the one that we I'm talked such about. a goof, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, you're a goof. Well, even uh, even the one that uh, was it. Oh yeah, Mike Birbiglia, that one, um, and then also um, uh, what's it? Uh, he came on the show, uh, Chris Ger- uh, Gethard. Yeah, like his like had more of a purpose right. to it. That was but, more like, like a memoir. Yeah, right. And so there were some jokes in there, and it wasn't necessarily like a stand up comedy special. More of it was like a night with Chris Gethard. All right, so this is also on the list. Uh, Rocket Man. Better it's a or push. worse than Rocket Man. It's a yes. push. The Lion King. The Lion King is worse than significantly Rocket Man. worse. That movie stunk. It Chapter Two. Worse. Uh, it Chapter Two. Yeah, worse. Countdown. What the fuck is Countdown? You should know. You got the app on your phone. Oh yeah, I didn't see the movie, but based on your description of the movie, <laughs> uh, worse. Kind of riveting. <laughs> Count- what did I say? Ro- Countdown was good or bad? Uh, I think you just said it was interesting. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it was so bad uh, now that I reflect on it. Ma. Ma. Ah, oh, I'd love to say that it's better than Rocket Man because I hold a special play. Like, I I love Ma. Like I want Ma to have... I love to mock Ma. Right, I, I want Ma to have, like, midnight screenings, yes. you know? It is such a ridiculous movie. I want and I had so much fun watching it. I really totally. did. Uh, but it's worse. Somebody did... Was it uh, Bruntouchable? Who did... Yes, the uh, uh, Baby Yoda meme. The Baby Yoda meme, meme with Ma? Yeah. That's great, because we said it... As soon as that movie came out, we were like, yo, that's dying to be a meme. Yeah. But Never I don't happened. think anybody saw the movie, no. so nobody did it. So shouts out to people who are doing that. I do have some Bruntouchable stories uh, that uh, I'll... Also, just shout out to, like, Remembering Ma, because it's yeah. two, December 2019. I totally forgot that that movie existed. Uh, here's a good one. Ready or Not? Uh, Ready or Not's worse. Ready or Not is... Better no, than Rocket no, Man. That's th- so. I was I was hoping maybe get, it hits the chords better for you, but yeah. like I was hoping we get some like statement out of this, being like, okay, so we can, so we've determined that Rocket Man, while a good enjoyable movie, this is better than it, for example, and that can be kind of a, a good little central place. I think that's 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 it for me. Like I could say, ready or re- ready or not, better than Rocket Man. Blinded by the light, blinded by the light. Oh man, so much a bit worse. worse. So much worse. Quite a bit worse. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, uh, worse than Rocket Man. I think Man. better. I, you liked it a lot. I thought, I mean... Which is so s- yeah, it's, random. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, but no, Hobbs and Shaw was uh, entertaining and, and like a decent popcorn movie, but I really liked Rocket Man. Can I, I tell would, you I meant to bring back uh, calling things random? Yes, yeah. But, oh, my dad's so random. I, uh, I actually watched um, an episode of Schitt's Creek last night, and I think they beat you to the punch on that. Oh, they call everything random? yeah. yeah. Damn, they're so random. <laughs> Toy Story Four, uh, worse than Rocket Man. Like it's I'd say it's, worse. But Forky I, I, was, I had so much fun. Forky was great. I had so much fun watching Toy Story Four. But like you made the point, any, everything after Toy Story is extremely forgettable. Right. And I like basically already forget everything that happened in Toy Story Four. Uh, Escape Room. Escape Room. Worse. Uh, worse. But you, like, you were quite high on Escape Room, though. It was. A, yeah. It was a. The Escape Room was very good for what it was. It was yeah. just a movie right after Oscar season where you're excited about movies mm-hmm. and like you obviously know that it's a it's a weak time. You're probably gonna get some shitty movies in the theaters, but you're you just, just wanna see a movie. I went and I saw Escape Room, it entertained me. All right, let's uh check back. Uh let it snow. Let you it sure snow. you're sure I'm a thousand percent worse. sure it's worse. I still haven't answered that. I don't know if it is. I'm probably gonna watch Let It Snow again because I've been I've been watch, rewatching um, Marriage Story because I'm like, well, it's a good movie. It's on Netflix. Like, oh, I can knock out a few scenes. Really, yeah. I've just been watching uh, from the courtroom scene on. Okay, because that is that's that's a great. I don't know how long it's a half hour or whatever. That's great. You get uh, a lot of large scene. You get the fight. You get the observation. You get uh, both songs from Company. That's another big uh, thing. Probably not much to say uh, for the purposes of our podcast, but I've really gotten into Stephen Sondheim's company soundtrack. Never seen that play, but the, those two songs that they sing are from that. The one about the crazy person, that was a great performance. Yeah, I feel like it put some respect on ScarJo's name. No one's talking about how that was a good performance, but man, Being Alive, that's a great-ass song. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to... I don't know. It makes me want to get into like musical Theater. stuff. I never, I, I never got into it, and I have friends who've gotten into it, and they're 
It seems like, like a pain in the ass. Well, it's like it's like getting into soccer where yeah. you're just so far behind that like where do you begin? So I looked, I was like, okay, uh, I'm gonna watch a movie of company. There's no such thing. <laughs> so like, what the? F- so yeah, like it seems like it's a lot. Of I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get, get I'm gonna it. get into soccer. So I show up at the bar in like a kit, and everyone's like. There's no soccer right now. What are you doing here? This is a club. And I'm like, well, fuck. I tried to get into soccer. There actually was a movie of company, but it was, I think it was one of those like made for TV things. And it was like Stephen Colbert and Neil Patrick Harris. And like shouts out those people. I feel like that's, that shouldn't be my um, entry point. My entry point. I did, uh, I didn't know the song that they sing in Joker. Uh, the the bullies beating him up yeah. on the train. That's uh, like a song from a Sondheim musical. Really? And in, I tell you that on Advanced Analytics, they do they now do a short little segment where uh, Paul reviews a movie. And the first one they did was Joker, and he hated it. And he called it a trash-ass film. And he was like, I can tell you with one scene why this movie was so bad. It's like, he's coming home, he gets fired from a gig or something or whatever, because he brought yeah, the gun or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's sitting on the bus, he was like, and then three Wall Street guys come up to him and in Singing a taunting a man, way begin to sing Stephen Sondheim's, what, like, Paul must be a, like a theater guy or something. Like he, because I don't know what that song is. Yeah. And he was like, how do these three... <laughs> People, jocks basically like, like right. wall street like, jocks no and, and not to say i knew a lot of jocks who did like theater and stuff but like no every word <laughs> to this song from this play like what could be i don't know even if like you and i are like hanging out what are the chances that we both know every word word to like a mariah carey song right which like and then Everybody add a third knows. one of us into it, and that guy also yeah. knows every word. I'm trying to think. And then, I don't think they're harmonizing what, or anything. And then but what are is. the chances that we can beat the shit out of a full-grown another adult male? Oh, yeah. These are all things that... <laughs> so very low. Hearing that review made me think... Because like, I, mean, I think uh, our thing on Joker was like good. I thought Not it was great. Very like, good, good to very good. Very good movie that was... Uh, like. Very uncomfortable and like not my favorite thing to watch. I quite like how they portrayed him because it felt more like my initial image of their perception of the Joker as a kid, which yeah. is like bad, scary guy who like can't fly or anything, but like he just does like shocking shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what that guy did. Uh, last black man in San Francisco significantly better oh like a thousand times better though i've said it a million times yeah i think it's still in my number one spot last black minute oh that's your number one wow i fucking love that movie uh okay so i went to two concerts last however many days both concerts very near and dear to my heart saw ween on friday that ruled love those guys they're both sober and wouldn't you know like people in the audience were like worried but not worried but they were like I think they'll sound, you mm-hmm. know? And after like three songs, everybody was like, oh, right. They like, they're like technically good. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, right. Uh, being can, sober usually can help. Right. Like their, <laughs> their like hand eye coordination <laughs> has been heightened, but they were incredible. And that was a great time. And then I went to Paul Williams uh, in New York on Monday. And that was amazing. It was in a, little club he was hilarious great performance so good like walked out of there legitimately being like that guy is going to be a star like has to be a star if you guys somehow haven't listened to his album surf music yet dear god listen to it it's so good uh very heartwarming lord forgive me about to brag uh few untouchables in the audience few untouchables in the audience came over said like yo we're into this guy because of you guys. Thanks. Like one, one person came from Florida. It was wild. One of Paul's new songs. He says, I don't, I'm going to get the reference wrong, but he says like, I'm just a loose ball and she's Marcus smart or something. Mm-hmm. And huge cheers <laughs> from the audience. So very strong Boston representation, uh, there. That was an awesome time. He pulled one of the, my favorite moves I've ever seen at a concert, which is, uh, 
he had the the in-ear monitors Mm -hmm. and after a few songs he was just like oh these are uh iphone headphones not plugged into anything i (laughs) thought this would make me look professional funniest that's awesome move i've ever seen uh anyway uh saw so saw some untouchables there good times and saw some untouchables at ween mm-hmm. and it was they were very nice and we were ta- I, I ended up uh like hanging with a group of them during the show and we were talking about something and i was about to make a reference to you and then i caught myself and i was like wait a second i don't know for sure that these people are untouchables they could have just been like, they could just be like sports guys or something like that. Yeah. So I had to ask the most uncomfortable question I've ever asked in my life. Do you listen to my that, podcast? That I'm now repeating on here. No, I said, I was mid-sentence. I was about to bring up something with you. And I was like, wait, this is so fucking weird. But how do you know me? <laughs> it was like, do you know me for this not important thing? Or do you know me for this not important thing? And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I do, uh, I do uh, some sports stuff, and I do a pop culture podcast. And one of the guys was like, dude, we're at a Ween concert. You think any of us <laughs> listen to a pop culture podcast? And then they were like, oh, the, so what do you think of whatever? They brought up some, they brought, oh, they, they were like, so you, you watching The Mandalorian? And I was like, oh, no. And they were like, oh, cool. <laughs> you excited for like whatever and they named like three or four things that like are pretty mainstream popular things and i was like oh nope i'm sorry i don't uh i don't know what that is and they're like you said that you do like a pop culture <laughs> podcast and i was like yeah yeah but it's more like it's we more pick like what's cool right i was like it's more like zach efron and like a, a little ween and like father john misty and mom mia too and that's kind of it so Good times. We saw Richard Jewell, yep. which uh, have, have people actually reacted to whether or not that's a good movie? I, I saw that everyone got really mad. I don't know if people have said whether it's good or not. Yeah, I haven't seen a ton of it. I've seen a, a few reactions, but I think that most of, of like the discussion around Richard Jewell is not about the actual movie more than it is about the controversy surrounding the movie. And yeah. I would definitely say this is probably one of the most people controversial like controversy movies. more than they actually, when they, than they like movies. So yeah, for sure. And controversy I, is more in than films, right? What's now. more controversial, the Joe uh, Joker or Richard Jewell? Um, I think in the reality, probably Richard yeah, Jewell it has to be Richard Jewell, but like the lead up to the movie, like nobody beats no Joker. offense to anybody, but I'm trying to, unless I'm misremembering, like, Joker didn't do anything wrong, right? No, not not in my mind. Right? It was just like a violent movie? Yeah. And it was... And people got, like, uncomfortable with the way that it provided commentary on sort of, like, what's going on today in sort of, like, the quote-unquote incel uh, sort of culture or whatever. No, I maintain the Joker was fucking... <laughs> uh, what's I his don't name know if I agree with you. Harvey Dent? <laughs> no. Uh... It was uh, Arthur uh, Arthur Arthur Flick Bl- <laughs> Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons. Arthur Blank. <laughs> and congrats to the Joker for going on and uh, becoming a billionaire owner of the Falcons. He wears those dope ass coats. It's Who true. has hey, Here's it's time to play. Arthur Who Blank has cooler do- coats. Arthur Blank does look like a superhero villain. Arthur Fleck or Arthur Blank both have some dope ass coats. Okay, so we did see Richard Jewell. And I have no idea whether or not anybody thinks it's a good movie, bad movie, terrible movie, whatever. I thought it was good. I thought it was uh, it was good. It wasn't very good. It wasn't great. It was good. Uh, and good movies, I think you can see a movie and say, this movie had some rough scenes yeah. and ones that maybe I would get rid of. And like it was comically bad at points. Mm-hmm. Overall, movie was good. Yeah. That's how I would describe yeah. this movie. A thousand percent. I mean, right in the same boat. Uh, there were, there were uh, several. Th- I don't want to say several things, but there were multiple things about this movie that, like, I, I absolutely did not like. Yeah, get him out of here. But overall, I would say that I enjoyed my experience watching the movie. I would say that uh, I think that it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I could say certainly, good good. Yeah. certainly not perfect. And uh, you know, I. I'll probably forget that it exists somewhat soon, yeah. but I I think that it was a pretty good movie. Had some great performances. Sam Rockwell. And I'm telling you, it's because of his name. 
just like you can't see Sam Rockwell or talk about Sam Rockwell without being like, he is just one of the great actors yeah. of, of our generation. But he is. He is. He's awesome. He could, he could play anything. He, he rules. So he was great in it. All the performances, I would say, were good. No, John, John Hamm is just always John Hamm. John like, Hamm was John Hamm falls into the like, and I love you know I love John yeah. Hamm. Like, is he a good actor? I don't know. Like, here's like, my impression of John Hamm. Yeah. What? I got to take advice from you now. <laughs> That's like all of his lines are that. Yeah. Oh, Baby Driver. He's a. Now I got to worry about you. Yeah. It's all like all of his things he are like just plays this. He plays the same character very very often. Oh, you're it. Oh, you think I work for you? He's the uh, the the pretty overconfident, a little bit cocky, a little bit dickish, right. but also Frustrated. kind of funny. Yeah, um, somehow never gets laid. Uh, really? Does he not? I I I for, maintain for John like, Ham's fucking. He, oh, John Ham's definitely fucking, but he's not fucking as much as uh, we all think John Ham should be fucking. Yeah, I mean, we're right after he, the, the, so that one he of the fucks terrible in this scenes, movie, but <laughs> the scene before he fucks in this movie is. Like they had, he had to know when they're making that scene. Like, yo, right now we're taking part of something special. Like, they were. This is going to be like a classic terrible movie scene because that's what that is. The scene in the bar mm-hmm. where she walks in, yeah, and she's like, "Tell me something. I have sources." Blah blah. And he's like, "Well, if you couldn't fuck it out of them, you're not going to fuck it out of me." And then within like three seconds, she bats her eyes at him, and he was like, "Can oh, we yeah. have sex?" Oh my god, I'll tell He's you. Like, what oh, this is really happening, right? <laughs> so, oh, um, something's like what does uh, Step Brothers uh, when they're having when uh, they're having sex? Or is that a super bad? No, no, oh, no. I know what you're talking like, about. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> so something's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that was a, John Hamm. Yep, uh, just a guy who's never had sex before. Apparently, that was. Uh, I guess that that that's what they were showing in uh, Step Brothers, right. but uh, that scene was just awkward. And like you know, I mean, we know that that didn't happen. But like, even if well, we don't know something that, that, like that. We don't happened. know that that didn't happen. We don't know for sure that it did happen, and that's the problem. Well, un- unless I'm mistaken, it. There was nothing to suggest that it did happen. Yeah, I think that's that's like n- more accurate. Yeah. For all that's been written and said about the whole Richard Jewell thing, nobody ever said that Kathy Scruggs like Fucked slept an with FBI uh, agent. an FBI agent <laughs> to, to get, get that, that tip. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, so that, that seemed- was the big controversy there. But like overall, for me, it just felt it felt like a very angry movie that had clearly had a, a, a bias and a, um, like an agenda. And it, it just felt really mad at the media the entire way through. But and I, and I get to me, it, it didn't seem like they were being mean or it didn't seem like they were taking that big a shit on the Atlanta journal constitution. Like really they made Kathy Scruggs, Look the horrible. War, she made, they made her look like the she worst was person. A <laughs> absolute cartoon character, yeah. drunk the whole time, but never drinking. Yeah. Like she like, and, and that's what that's another way in which like it didn't she didn't make sense. Like they, she carried herself like a drunk like party person. Yeah, there was absolutely and, no but, like, real she wasn't, person like, drinking behind or anything. her. Yeah, and like I know that that like from what I've read that she was a very aggressive reporter and it, like her work was very important to yeah. her. But like. They at no point in that movie did they ever show her with like any motivation to do anything other than get a story, right? And like she would do whatever it takes. She broke the fucking law. Yeah, she fucked Bro- a, a source. Broke into. That's what I'm saying. The, she broke right. the law. Is like, that something that people thought happened? I have no idea. But like, if if if, if Kathy Scruggs was like a halfway decent human yeah. being, you didn't see it in this movie, right? So I didn't. I don't think that they, I didn't like I don't trust any of the stuff I was seeing though, so maybe that's why it didn't affect me that much. Like the scene where Sam Rockwell gets in his car and she's broken in and she's sitting in the back seat. I didn't do the like, oh come on, that never happened. I'm like, I'm watching a fiction. Yeah. I'm watching fiction right now, so whatever. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean, like that's true. And and you said that like, like they didn't necessarily shit on the on like the media in the Atlanta Journal. Atlantic Journal Constitution or whatever. Yeah. Um, Atlantic Journal Constitution. Yeah. But they also didn't show any parts of the media process that felt authentic. And I think that that's a very right. important part of this story. And if you're going to make, like, to take this movie from, uh, 
pretty good to great, yeah. I think you needed to show both sides. And I think that you needed to show both sides in an honest and authentic way. And you only got it from uh, Richard Jewell's perspective. I thought like Richard Jewell's side of the story was presented in a very, very good, uh, very authentic, like very endearing way. And that's that was ultimately the goal of this movie. But I do think that showing the other side of it in a honest fashion would have made it a much better movie. I thought that they made the FBI look worse than the media. Yeah, I would like, say, like, like because John the, they had the FBI fishing for reasons, right? To, just like hell bent on. Yeah. And, and I mean, that, and that, they that, gave the the scoop to Kathy Scruggs, and Kathy Scruggs, like to her credit, even if that did fucking happen, yeah, like she she got the story. She's reporting a story that right. was told to her by a legitimate source. Oh, the, she didn't make it up. Yeah, she didn't. They they sued everybody after all that happened. The Atlanta Journal Constitution, I think, unless I'm mistaken, was the only like party sued that didn't settle and that wrote it out and won, or the case was dropped. The Atlanta Journal Constitution didn't do anything wrong, they, unless unless like there's un- unless I'm mistaken, and if there's something to the contrary, as I remember it, they wrote what they were told. What mm-hmm. she wrote was correct. That yeah. they were she. She wrote that they she were investigating was him, that he was a suspect, and it led to a huge thing, Media and phrase, I'm sure they yeah. participated in it, too, but... Like, they threw they threw gas on the fire, but right. the fire was already burning. Right. Uh, so they, they... I don't think the Atlanta Journal-Constitution looks back on that and is like, man, we, we really up. screwed yeah. up, because they they didn't settle, they didn't... They didn't Pay him off. I will say uh, one of the worst scenes in this movie is when uh, when they publish the initial story and it's on the front page, and then Kathy Scruggs walks into the newsroom and they They're give her a fucking standing ovation. Yeah, like like something's <laughs> got to be in the front page every day. Yeah, seriously, and like this is like they make her seem like she's the most hated person in that newsroom by a lot of people before that happens. Right, and all she's of a taunting sudden, her coworkers. Yeah. So, like, it was just a fucking ridiculous scene. And, and, like, the way I would have been very interested to, from the media perspective of it, and maybe it's just because it's, like, uh, an area in which I work. But, like, to see that would have been very, very interesting as well as, um, as Richard Jewell's story. Yeah. Um, Paul Walter also, Hauser. They, they had, there's a scene where Kathy Scruggs says that, uh, well, it suggests that she doesn't even write her own stories because she writes like a brick. Oh, no, th- that's... That's something that if you're not in the media, you might be like, what? Oh, my God. So she was terrible. A lot of writers are, aren't good. A, a, lot, a lot of, of like, reporters, reporters and like journalists aren't particularly good writers. Mm-hmm. And they are aided by editing, which not to get into like a big thing. Like I think part of why writing these days is worse than it used to be is there are fewer editors. editors. <laughs> right. Editors don't exist. So there are errors and there's overwriting see the ringer mm-hmm. and there's so like and, and i know writers like good writers writers that i look up to who say will say like i'm not i'm not a very like technically i'm not a very good writer so actually not too uncommon for a reporter to be like yo let's make this sound as good as possible because you know i can't do it but you know they threw that in there just to like further oh, some shit, shit on her grave like, yeah, yeah she doesn't do anything but yeah. sleep with people yeah uh-huh. also uh, on that subject do you think did you did it come across that she had a pre-existing relationship with john ham because that was olivia wilde's no. excuse yeah absolutely not it definitely did not no uh they that that they had never had sex before uh from from the way that i look at and it and if so john ham would have been volunteering that uh, she's cheating on him? Like, oh, you weren't able to fuck it out of them? Like, yeah, right. I don't know. What, I, who, who knows what, what relationship they have? It's the 90s, but I don't know. It doesn't sound like a, uh, sound like a s- real relationship. Surprise of the year. Uh, Randy Haven's in this movie. Yeah, was in it. Yeah, for a split second. It was very, very quick. Um, we had talked to Randy about the movie, too, before, before it was coming out. And uh, I don't know if he volunteered that he was... I don't it. think so. I don't recall. It looked like, I don't know. We'll have to ask him. It looked like maybe it, he was in a longer scene uh, and yeah, what they I ended up keeping confirmed. was he, shorter. Uh, he, he wasn't in a longer scene. 
Uh, he was supposed to be, and on the day of filming, I believe they cut his scene, his like big scene. Oh, dang! So he never actually got to film it. But his buddy Paul Walter Hauser was in it. Yes, I thought very they good. did a great job. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Bates. Kathy you Bates always know was, what you're getting there. I think Kathy Bates was uh, one of the standouts in this. Yeah, she was very, very good. And uh, the terrible date from Master of None was in it. <laughs> the girl who plays Alice, she played Nadia. She did an accent, I believe, unless she did an accent for Master of None. But she was the date for the Father John, the secret Father John Misty show, where she was a terrible date and was uh, stealing jackets and just being a nightmare. She did a Cartman impression, I believe, so she can do she can do voices. She offered to suck a stranger's dick. Well, yeah, not, she didn't hey, offer to, but like was like a, a hypothetical. What hey, if I did this? Yeah. Hey, what if I did this? What if I suck this guy's dick? And then I think. Uh, Dev says, we'd be like, why are you doing that? Uh, yeah, why are you doing that? Oh, man. That's a, that's a good episode because it does capture the, like, on a bad date and you don't want to be mean, but, like, you're not happy and it's like, and you got nothing uh, you're to lose. uncomfortable. You got nothing to lose, too. Like, this, you know that you're, you're never going to hang out with this person again. Like, <laughs> it's a, just a bad situation. So, man, what a, that show was great. That show was great. Someone asked the other day, they were like, you think that they all do another season? Probably not. I would think no. Yeah. I th- I don't know. I don't know where uh, Aziz is at in the... Uh, Redemption tour would be strong because there's uh, there's a lot of different ways you can look at the the, the fall of Aziz Ansari, but yeah, I don't know what the, the perception of him is right now. His stand-up special wasn't very good, no. but... I think that he he kind of like addressed it head on in the stand up special, and I would say that uh, my guess is now we're kind of just moving past it. Yeah, I, oh, I think he'll be able to like keep doing stuff, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's still kind of hanging out in the in the background for a little bit, right? He's just sitting on the sideline. Uh oh, here's a story. Cat's movie first reactions call it way too horny and bewildering. Oh, I'm that's no such thing for me because uh, if you're telling me that Cat's is super horny, I'm way more interested in it. Way too okay. We knew this would be an experience. Oscar winning director Tom. Bah, 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 bah. Film follows a tribe of cats. Must decide. Okay, spoiler alert. Also, uh, hey, uh, uh, side note: Did you know that the guy who wrote um, that who wrote Richard Jewell mm-hmm. is uh, the guy who did uh, Shattered Glass. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So, so I think that guy just really doesn't like the media. I don't know. I think <laughs> that... Uh, I don't think he made... I mean, he made Richard Glass look very bad, but... Richard Glass? Richard Glass. Uh, Stephen Glass looked <laughs> really bad, but... Wait, he deserved it. Right. I don't think that he made the... Uh, the newspaper. Yeah. yeah. What was... Uh, why can't I think of the... New Republic? What was yeah, what was yeah, the name of that? I yeah. don't know what any magazines New anymore. New Republic, is that a thing? Let's see. Sure. I got the... Star Wars New Republic. The New Republic. Oh, that's a shoe company? Nope. New Republic still exists. The Founded Banana 19, Republic. Didn't they say it was the New Republic? It was like the in-flight magazine of Air Force One. Is that what they called it? Yeah, I think that that, that was uh, hyped up uh, in that movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Anyway. Definitely. Uh, let's see. One world full of praise. Beautiful ghost. Okay, let's get to the part where... Let's get to the horny part. Bizarrely, another added, it brings me no pleasure to report that Cats is way too horny for its own good. How could that bring you no pleasure to report that? You got the scoop of all scoops. Also, how can Cats be too horny for its own good? I can't wait to find out. you're You're watching a movie in which humans are playing... Like, are just dressed as cats in a literal production in which, like, everything is supersized, so they are the size of cats. It's just an absolutely fucking ridiculous premise. Okay, I was waiting for you to... I, I thought that was going to be, like, some sort of sex tie-in, and I was no, like... No, it's uh, just a ridiculous premise, and then you're going to throw in, like, they're all super horny, and pretend like that's a bad thing? That's hilarious. Exactly. I'm all, I'm all for that. Anything that makes this movie more ridiculous is... Just making it so much better for me. One last note on Richard Jewell. When the scene where Kathy Bates gives an emotional press conference and she's begging the president to have them drop the investigation and say that her 
son has done nothing wrong. She keeps saying, please, Mr. President. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of is, please, Mr. Kennedy. Oh, oh yes. Oh, I don't want to Don't shoot me into outer space. P- please. Do you think uh, Adam Driver will listen to that song? I did think that's what I then thought about right really? after. I was like, he must he had to have heard that on the soundtrack or something. I wish that uh, I would. I- Ten. I Nine, hope. <laughs> eight, seven, six, five, four. You know, it'd be really three, great. Two, one second, please. <laughs> uh, you know, it'd be great if uh, if that Terry Gross interview comes out and and that's what they we, played. Yes, and we just make a super cut. <laughs> oh and wait, instead wait, of, this is what our tweet should be. Uh, we should tweet like the scene in. Marriage Story. If you haven't seen Marriage Story, <laughs> this scene of Adam Driver singing, like, will break your heart. <laughs> 10, yes. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Hell yeah, three, that's a great two, fucking one tweet. One second, please. I can't wait to stop recording this episode and send and that tweet immediately. Immediately work on that. So how will, yeah. we do, what it, will it be? Uh, will it be just the video from Inside Lewin Davis or will it be the video from him singing Being Alive and then dub that in? No, I or, think it's got to... You got to have the video of Inside Lewin Davis because it's like... It makes it so much better. All oh, right, yeah. And just and like if you haven't seen yeah. Marriage Story so they won't yeah. know. Yeah. That, uh, have you seen Inside Lewin Davis? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've only seen it once okay. and when I saw it, my big takeaway was... That was a great movie, and I'll only be able to see it once. Really, I could I could definitely watch that again. It's so depressing. Some, oh, it's even a for thousands. Me, too depressing. It's so depressing. Uh, but it's also very very funny. Yeah, I've listened to the soundtrack a million times. Yeah. I got the soundtrack on vinyl. Same. God, love it, love it, love it. Um, but somebody asked me, I think last week, like, what are you? What are some of your favorite movies of the decade? And I was like, that is way too hard of a question to even begin thinking about right now. Yeah, but. Uh, thinking about it afterwards, I think Inside Lewin Davis is one of my favorite movies of the decade. That's fair. That's a that's it's a, an extremely good movie. It made me very excited for a most violent year, which didn't end up being that good a movie. Yeah. And then recently, people started bringing back like, "Yo, remember how no no one uh, gave uh, most violent year enough love?" And I was like, "Wait, we thought that was good. <laughs> I didn't think that movie was that good. Did you see it? I don't think so. It's no, well, let's just." Get, this podcast ends with this. 